0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: We're giving you our boldest predictions for the 2022 season next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Jamie Eisenberg for the July 27th Thursday episode of FFT in 5. We're here to talk about some bold predictions for the upcoming season. We're not talking about something like oh, I think Derrick Henry is going to be one of the best running backs in football, that kind of stuff. We're talking about planting a flag, making a statement, and saying this isn't the likeliest thing, but if this happens, you might just win your league. So, Jamie, I'm going to tee you up with your three boldest predictions, and you just tell the people why you think it might happen. Number one, Aaron Jones will lead the Packers in receptions.
0: Yeah, Chris, you know, this. Uh, there, there's there's a – Small sample size, but a sample size of this happening when Devontae Adams is not on the field for the Packers. And last I checked, he's uh, in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Yeah. So basically, Aaron Jones averages five catches a game in the eight games. It's seven missed games and basically uh, the majority of an eighth one. So eight games that Devontae Adams has not finished over the last three years with the Packers. Uh, five catches per game, you know, would certainly put Aaron Jones in, in the stratosphere of uh, or, or in the range of at least you know, leading the Packers and receivers. This is a very incomplete receiving core. They're already having issues health-wise with Sammy Watkins and uh, Christian Watson. And so Alan Lazard, never been a huge catch guy. Uh, Randall Cobb, clearly at the end of his career. I uh, don't know what he has left in the tank. Amari um, Rogers, Romeo Dubs, Robert Tunyon's. you know, still dealing with the uh, the effects of last year's knee injury. So Aaron Joel's role in the passing game should be solidified. And I think he has a chance to uh, be among the league leaders of the position in, in receptions and certainly lead the Packers in receptions as well.
1: Yeah, five catches per game works out to if I'm doing my math in my head right, 85 over the course of a 17 game season. That would have actually been the most over each of the previous two seasons. So, Aaron Jones could really be in some rarefied air there if he was able to do that. Let's talk about your second bold prediction: Russell Wilson will be the number one quarterback in fantasy in the 2022 season.
0: You look, we're all excited about Russell Wilson's new uh, new situation. You know, going to Denver, you know, finally allowing him to to be Mr. Unlimited and, and see Russ Cook. Um, I don't know if it's the best receiving core, but it's certainly the deepest receiving core that he's ever had. But obviously the best situation for him is going to be in a hopefully pass first offense as opposed to a run first conservative offense, which has been the problem for him in Seattle. So I think we'll see a career high in pass attempts. I think it's gonna allow him to be very successful because I think his, you know, skill set will uh you know shine through. Uh we, you know, we've certainly seen him already finish as number one quarterback once. It was one of the worst years for fantasy quarterbacks. I believe it was uh 2016, 2017, around that time. Um and so, look, a lot's going to have to happen. He's going to have to run a little bit more. He's going to obviously have to, you know, challenge for 5,000 yards. He's going to have to be above 40 passing touchdowns. Uh, but I think it's he's capable of it. So, you know, we've seen quarterbacks go to Denver once upon a time and have success. Uh, Peyton Manning, you know, everybody rid him, wrote, wrote him off after his neck injury in Indianapolis. And he was the number one quarterback and a record breaker. So much has changed uh, in, in the scenarios, you know, between then and now. But Russell Wilson is in a great spot. And I think if things break white for him, maybe uh, an injury or two at the position, Uh, he has that you know record-breaking type season he could be the number one quarterback this year
1: yeah this is actually kind of related to one of my bold predictions which is that the seahawks don't have a player finish in the top 20 at their position and that just kind of goes to show that yeah russell wilson's numbers have been down the last couple of seasons there have been these second half swoons but i think that might be more the fact that they've been running an offense from 2002 uh, than anything else i'm hoping he'll get to cook in denver like you said and your third bold prediction, C.D. Lamb will be the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. Why is that going to happen?
0: Yeah, it's a couple of reasons. Um, you know, I think you look at, obviously, the vacated targets. You know, no Amari Cooper, no Sed Wilson. Uh, Michael Gallup coming back from the ACL. They're already on the pop list to open training camp. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of optimism about guys like Jalen Tolbert and James Washington, but clearly they're unproven, and they're certainly unproven with Dak Prescott. We know they keep Dalton Schultz, but, uh, you know, I don't know if his numbers are necessarily going to change. So C.D. Lamb certainly has room to grow. And, you know, it started with even before they let go of Amari Cooper, the playoff loss to San Francisco last year when Troy Aikman, you know, not necessarily as a broadcaster. He was uh, he was on a radio show in Dallas, you know, complaining about if he had a player like C.D. Lamb, he would certainly feature him and focus on throwing him the ball. And the fact that he was in single coverage the majority of that game and only got five targets, he thought that was basically a travesty. And so I think the coaching staff heard that. I know C.D. Lamb heard that because I talked to him in March. And so knowing that he's got this opportunity that I think that we're going to see a, a, a focus on making him that alpha type receiver uh, in an offense that we know is going to be pass heavy. We'll see what happens when Gallup's ready to go. We'll see what Tolbert does, what Washington does, you know, what these secondary guys do to offer some help to CD Lamb. But I do think this is third year breakout, takes a step forward. Uh, like I said, when I spoke to him in March, you know, he said, put it on me, give me everything you can handle. I'm ready for it. You know, uh, and it was funny because it was right after the Cooper trade and I was supposed to speak to him on one day that called he got on a plane this is in fort lauderdale that called he got on a plane and went right to dallas because he's ready to go you know and so i think he's got that mentality he's got the uh the knowledge now of being in his third season in the league and he's got certainly the the chance to sort of take that step forward because of the constraints being off of him because nobody really on the field at the same level as cd lamb so um again similar to russell wilson probably taking an injury for him to be the number one player as a position but uh could be in the conversation for target leader reception leader and, and certainly production from the wide receiver spot for fantasy managers this year
1: Yeah, he'll need to take a a step forward in terms of target share. The Cowboys have been a team that spreads the ball around under Kellen Moore's offensive coordinator, but they might not have the luxury for that. So I like that call. CeeDee Lamb definitely has breakout potential. That's going to do it for Fantasy Football Today in 5 on Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow with more. We'll see you then. Bye. On May 23rd. I want to go back to
0: normal